21 short seeming years ago, I was a sophomore at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. And um, I thought I had a few things figured out by this point in my life. I was this close to picking a major. And I had a solid group of friends, uh, Amy, Erica, Kira, Glenna, Robin, Jack, and others, uh, who never left me with a dull moment. Uh, my buddy Jack was gifted with a roommate named Kevin, and they lived just up the hill, um, close to my dorm. So I spent a lot of time at their place, because they were always up to something interesting, um, like watching Star Wars for the millionth time, or turning a pickle into a nightlight. This happened. <laughs> I still don't know how. Um, but they were always, you know, they're fun to be around. And so as I hung out there more, I got to know Kevin. And it very quickly was clear to me that I really liked him. He was a cool guy. He was cool like music I had never heard before. Like dyeing your hair with Kool-Aid. Like spending every Sunday having lunch with your family. Like going on borderline illegal adventures with your buddy. He was that kind of cool. And I was just so intrigued by his uniqueness and his sense of humor. And he was kind of quirky. Uh, he drove around in what I call a Fairbanks fantastic vehicle. Um, basically, it looks like shit. But <laughs> when it's 50 below, it starts right up like that. And that's important. So he only really had one thing in his vehicle that I remember. And it was this round red dot, a plush dot, uh, with big bulky sunglasses and these kind of wobbly arms and legs and white high tops. You may remember it from mid-90s advertising that 7-Up did, the 7-Up dot. So he had a plush version of this, like, stuck on the inside windshield of his truck. And I thought, that's a strange thing to have, but you're really cute, so whatever. <laughs> so I'm telling my friends, Amy, Erica, Kira, Glenna, Robin, and others, how I feel about Kevin. And they're like, yes, great, tell him. And I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm going to show him, because I'm a sophomore, and I have things figured out right now. <laughs> so I was feeling my power, and I was like, I really want to play a prank on him because that will clearly uh, bring me to his attention as more than a friend, I feel sure of this. And <laughs> it's funny for many reasons, mostly because I have never been a pranky person. I'm way more comfortable in like the verbal smart ass zone of life, and that's where I tend to stay. But this prank was bubbling up in me, and so I had to go for it, and it was very simple. Uh, one, steal the dot from Kevin's truck. Two, Take the dot on a hostage photo tour of town and get the photographs to Kevin. Three, sit back and watch a love blossom, y'all, because that was going to do it. That was going to do it. I was sure. So my friends are like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> go. And right off the bat, I'm telling you, it was like the universe was on my side. That Fairbanks fantastic truck also had another lovely feature. The locks didn't work, like at all which is why he didn't carry much in the truck, except the dot, because who's gonna take that? This girl. <laughs> this girl's gonna take that. So that was really easy. Um, Mid-90s also, uh, lots of folks brought Polaroid cameras to college, so that was helpful when I was trying to get quick and fast photographs. Um, and then it was just a matter of planning like these elaborate, kind of harrowing yet humorous um, picture tropes to show that I clearly was a cool and interesting person as well. <laughs> and the thing about this is this is where the prank took off. And it surprised me because everyone I told about it was like, that is badass. I want to help you. My RA, the resident advisor, was like, well, maybe I could hang it out a window on the top, you know, where no one's supposed to go. Um, other people volunteered to like menace it in the Lola Tilly Commons with cutlery. Um, we got some great photos. Um, the fry cook, 
of the northernmost Denny's in the world, <laughs> dangle the dot over a vat of boiling oil and let us take not one, but two photographs because he's like, you need to get it right. This needs to tell a story. <laughs> and he was right, and it did. So I had no problem getting these photographs to Jack and Kevin's house because I was there all the time. So I just kind of hide them a little out of the way, and eventually Kevin would find like a picture of the dot like being harassed with a butter knife or something, and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> Where are these pictures coming from? He had no idea it was me. Um, so that was great, but in the meantime, I'm starting to kind of sweat it out of it because I don't have like a dismount from this prank. <laughs> like, none, not one, not even a bit. And so eventually I realized like, I am just gonna have to kind of do, give this in, like, um, it's over. So I write a very thoughtful uh, ransom note using the Daily News Miner, cut it out, put it together. <laughs> I never got paid, but eventually I kind of had to, like, give the dot back to Kevin and be like, it was me, and he was very surprised, and we didn't start dating right away, and I was very surprised. <laughs> But time went by, and you know the months rolled along, and we were kind of sliding into spring, uh, the end of the school year. And I remember one night um, in April, maybe early May. It was very cold, so it's hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> Kevin had walked me home from a party um, pretty late or early, and right outside my dorm, he reached, reached, he reached in to give me a hug, and then he didn't let go, so I didn't let go. And he kept not letting go. And we hugged outside the Moore Bartlett Scarland complex for four hours. <laughs> and we talked in the chill of an early Fairbanks morning. And you know, after that, we dated for like three and a half years. Um, and our relationship didn't last. We had ups and downs, we had adventures, we had hard times. But I still consider it one of the best relationships I've ever had in my life. Which is kind of funny when you consider how it started which I consider it starting with my badass prank. <laughs> so, you know, the other thing I love about this prank 21 years later is it brings to mind people I would not think of otherwise. The fry cook, um, some friends who have kind of fallen off the radar, and I think about people that I am still friends with 21 years later. Um, I think about people that I'll never talk to again. One of my friends recently passed away and she was part of this story. And so this is where the other part of the magic of this prank comes in for me. Because it brings people forward to my mind now, but it also pulls me back to when I was with them. And they wove in and out of my life on the daily. And it was wonderful. So, I am not here to advocate that someone pull off a prank that involves petty theft. <laughs> and like just a little bit of extortion <laughs> in order to go after a new relationship. But I'm pretty damn happy with how it worked out for me. Thank you.